Emily won't stop singing that trendy TikTok song. Yeah, they're gonna stop playing it on TikTok. I like Sam Smith, but I don't understand why he's singing about someone going to do body work on a car. It's because he's gonna do unholy things there. It's a rat rod. We already talked about this. Rat why rods are, are you scary. About it, because you won't stop singing it. Okay, stop. Okay, won't stop, stop. Won't stop. <laughs> God, today we're talking about the Winchester Mystery House. Wait. Love has been talking to some person that I can't see. She thinks I am. Because I keep walking in and she's like, oh, you're right. I just forgot. I wasn't in the room, you know. However, I today, as a psychic medium, feel like psychic mediumship is a sham, that I'm a fraud and everything in the world means nothing. And everything that I need to do it and embraces skepticism about all things metaphysical. So if you're new to this podcast, hello and welcome. I'm Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. No. And we're your meta sidekicks. We're psychic mediums, twin flames, and we bring you all of the metaphysical things that other things probably couldn't bring to you in the same way because we are psychic mediums. But like I said today, I feel like that is a lie. So except she's talking to people that no one can see. I thought I was just talking to myself, remembering the things that we recorded. When have you ever remembered things yourself? I don't know. I've had to have gotten this far in life somehow, and I like to think that it's not all spiritualism, but just cognitive function of normal biological organisms. Maybe that's what clear cognizance is for you. <sighs> I, today, am a psychic medium who believes in nothing. I am a skeptic. You should make me believe. A lot of people have been asking us to react to the Winchester Mystery House. And we did, on YouTube. And we reacted to Sam and Colby's Winchester Mystery House video. Yes. It's their, their finale of their Hell Week. Mm, with Selena Spooky Boo and Call Me Chris. Which was really cute because I like both of them a lot. <laughs> so we reacted to Sam and Colby's uh, Winchester Mystery House, as M said. And we are going to start by, if you'd like, watch that video because it's in the description of the show notes. It's in the show notes below. But we are going to talk about the facts of the mansion because... The history. History. Because they may not be facts. We don't know. History. That I got from Wikipedia. And when we recorded our reaction to the Sam and Colby video, we didn't know anything about it except for something that I think popped into my head, possibly like me remembering the things while writing things down this morning, as I'm said, of people whispering in my ears. But again, I don't believe that today because I'm very self-conscious. Well, we should do what we saw before we even watched the video. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to start with the history of it? We'll start with what we saw beforehand and then we get into the history. I don't know. I think the history first might make it a little different because then people can like think about what we saw based off of not knowing anything now that they know things. I don't know. It's up to you. I want to start with the what I learned today because when we reacted to Sam and Colby's video, we didn't know any of these things. Plus, I just like Sarah Winchester. I think she's really cute and she had really nice eyelashes. Like the only picture that they have of her on the internet and anywhere, she got some dope ass eyelashes. Girls would kill for that. (laughs) I respect the grind. What? You don't want to do the history first? I can feel your energy. It's like I just don't know what we're talking about. It's like when you poke a slug in its eye and it's like, (laughs) that's what your energy feels like. A retracted slug. Well, you don't know what I'm going to say and you, I don't know what you're going to say. I'm going to tell you the history. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what's on there. And you're talking about fucking eyelashes. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. It's just an intrusive thought that I've had since we watched this video last week and reacted to it. I was like, damn, girl, you've got nice eyelashes. 
I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing that I noticed in her picture. Anyways, the mansion is located in San Jose, California, presently. So Sarah Winchester married the firearms magnet. I, I, what, is there a difference between magnet and mogul? I know both of them are like businessy terms that revolve around people being super wealthy or something, but I like the word mogul better than magnet, but is it interchangeable in this scenario? Do you know? I have no idea what you're talking about, so it can't help you out. It's an adjective. I don't think I've ever heard someone use that word before. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so Sarah Winchester married William Wirt Winchester. And if you guys don't know who that cool dude is, he's the man that created the Winchester Firearms Company. She died in 1922. And nine months after her death, her house that she built, now known as the Winchester Mystery Mansion or something, uh, became a tourist attraction, so they didn't waste much time with that, I guess. It is built in a Victorian and Gothic styles, and it is renowned for its architectural oddities, hence giving it the term Mystery House. And her name was Mystery. Last night I was playing The Sims because I'm designing my <laughs> Victorian mansion that I want to live in. Oh. And uh, Jared came downstairs after coming home from his parents' house and looked at what I was doing, and I was like, this is our dream house. And he's like, um, it's a little dramatic. And I was like, what the hell do you mean? He's like, I think we're going to be more on a budget. And I was like, you have to dream big. This is what I, this is my dream house. <laughs> so I started telling him about the big grand staircase that I want in our house. Mm -hmm. um, and he uh, doesn't think it's efficient to have a staircase that splits off into two sections. <laughs> Okay, and he's never seen the Princess Diaries sleepover party where they end up I going know. down mattresses and racing. He's like, I really want the efficiency of the staircases because I've built this house like where I lived before. And the most efficient is to have the staircase going up the stairs and then the basement stairs underneath it. So it takes up like the right amount of space and there's a lot of headroom. And I was like, but I want absolutely beautiful stairs that I can just lay in between the two staircases that meet in the middle and then go down to the front door and just stare at it because it's gorgeous. I want to have foot races up and down the stairs. <laughs> With the ghost. I want my house to look as haunted as the Winchester Mystery House. So you just manifest souls there to hang out with? just wanted to look at Santa. That's what I told him. I'm going to buy giant pillows and every Christmas we're going to have the ceremonial pillowcase races down the stairs and whoever loses has to like drink all of the leftover eggnog. Although I've never had eggnog before in my life, but that's what I guess people do at Christmas time. Yeah, that's what this made me think of while you were talking about the Victorian style of this house. Also, the staircases do indeed need to be on opposite sides of the houses in an unefficient manner because how yeah. do you win hide and seek? <laughs> if it's all in the same spot, you're going to lose. Yeah, I was like, we could have two staircases because it's going to be a Victorian mansion. And he was like, no. <laughs> one side is for the corgis and one side is for you. Oh, the other stairs could be like the stairs in this house where they're only like 10 inches apart or something or like four inches apart and they're at like a 45 degree angle grade. You know what I'm saying? So that the corgi's they, small legs can go up the stairs. They curve back and forth seven times. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In order to help their tiny, tiny little toes. Anyways, so let's get into more of the in-depth history since that's the laissez-faire overview. So in 1839... Sally, 
or Sarah Winchester, was born and she was named after her paternal grandmother. That's why her nickname was Sally. And she was born in New Haven, Connecticut. In 1862, at the age of 23, she married her husband, Mr. Winchester. And in 1866, Sarah gave birth to Annie Pardee Winchester. Um, However, she did not survive. The baby didn't because she died one month after being born from something called Marimus or Maris, Marismus, which is interesting. I looked it up to see what it was, and it says that it's basically a comprehensive energy deficiency. It's a failure to thrive in newborns, and that perplexed me because I was like, failure to thrive is usually linked to nutritional or lack of nutritional things, hence it's a comprehensive energy deficiency. So, I don't know, just what do you think, because everything in my mind today is skepticism, I don't think that I'm a medium today for whatever reason, but as a person, I'm like, formula was invented in 1865, and if you are Mrs. Winchester, I would assume that you have access to the formula, because a failure to thrive is usually linked to the fact that the child can't nurse. So, what do you think? Well, I have no idea what you mean by failure to thrive. Failure to thrive means that the baby doesn't put on weight. Oh. And marasmus is basically starvation. Okay. So I don't understand how the baby of a giant rich family dies of starvation. Unless Sarah Winchester couldn't nurse for various reasons because nursing is very hard. But if nursing was very hard for her, I don't understand why a year after formula was invented as one of probably the most well-to-do families in America, they didn't have formula or couldn't have access to it for one reason or another. Unless the baby, in fact, did not pass from quote-unquote failure to thrive or marismus. I don't know. That's a weird thing, and you're giving me a lot of information, so I don't know that I can (laughs) give you the information that you want, but they told me one of two things. One I think it was one of your friends that said their baby was allergic to their uh, mother's milk. And then the other one was, you can bring a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. I feel like this sort of diet, I, I feel like this diagnosis of marasmus is probably not correct. Because I just don't understand how a baby of oh, a family like that could literally just pass from malnutrition, basically. So, I don't know. I feel like they might not have known what was going on and then just passed it off of that. But as a woman, if someone was like, you can't feed your baby, I would be like, okay, not having another one, thanks. <laughs> even though that might not have even been the problem. They probably just passed yeah, it off I as that. Know. I could be wrong because taste is really weird for me. <laughs> Claire Gustins, my dude. Yeah, I read Janelle, who's on our ghost hunting team, and I was telling her about her Claire Gustins, and I was like, this when they give me Claire Gustance, it's really confusing for me, so bear with me. Um, I get this, like, horrible, horrible sour taste in my mouth. So I feel like when the baby was drinking this milk, they didn't want to because it tasted horrible, and it makes my mouth feel weird. Like when I was eating that lemon sherbet at school. Oh my God. It made my mouth tingle. Because you're allergic to it? I don't know if I'm allergic to it, but it was a good experience. It has the color <laughs> yellow in it. And if you guys don't know, Emily's allergic to the color yellow. Only so. certain kinds of dye. And it's not an eating dye. It's a color in shirts. Like it's a contact allergen. Mm. <laughs> but contact allergen in your mouth is still a contact allergen. Yeah, but it's only certain kinds of yellow dye. I don't think it's the kind that you eat. 
I don't know. Our school probably didn't give us very good ice cream. (laughs) Anyways, I mean, that would make sense because I looked up the original formula for the 1865, what what they had basically, and it involved, I think, wheat germ flour or wheat flour, and infants aren't supposed to have complex carbohydrates until after the age of one, so that may have induced an allergic reaction. So if Sarah wasn't able to nurse for whatever reasons and they gave the baby formula that resulted in an adverse allergic reaction, then it could only speed up the malnutrition, I would assume. Yeah, it just makes me feel like it didn't sit right with this baby. Probably. So confusing, either frustrating. they didn't want to nurse or drink this stuff, or they, like, spit it up a lot. Yeah. So that is my final answer to your question. Okay. Even though I know none of the things that you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, between the fall, and when I mean fall, fall of like autumnal season of 1880 and 1881, Sarah's mother, father-in-law, and her husband, William Winchester, passed. And then in 1884, her eldest sister, Mary Converse, also passed. And she began developing rheumatoid arthritis at the age of 46. So I mean, 1866 baby passes doesn't have another baby and then all through 1881 to 1884 she lost a large amount of people in her life so now she's just a widow without any children and people that are very close to her have passed kind of sucks and now she has bones and joints that hurt because that's just a cream of the crop on top of that So because of her developing rheumatoid arthritis, her doctor recommended that she move to a warmer, drier climate. And so she did, because as Sarah Winchester, a.k.a. Sally, you can do what you want. So she is said to have had very happy memories of traveling with her husband, William, to San Francisco while he was alive around the 1870s. So taking the advice of her doctor, she invited her three remaining sisters to go to California with her, where she met a man and he showed her various properties around the California area. And she ended up buying a 45-acre ranch near current-day San Jose. And the house on top of it was a two-story, eight-room farmhouse, which she ended up naming... I'm really bad at Spanish, and it may not be Spanish, but if you're an English dummy like me, it's Lalanda Villa. Or I think if you're Hispanic or Latino, it's Yanad villa the reason she named it that is because of its similarities to the it's either lanada alvesa or it's yanada alvesa so that's why she named it that which is really cute now in 1890 sarah winchester's niece daisy Merriam, which is literally the cutest name ever so cute you're gonna name one of your children daisy Merriam. well i think it's actually mary man daisy mary man but uh I just like the name Daisy. Daisy Miriam. That's adorable, like a first and middle name. Anyways, uh, her niece Daisy, at the age of 21, decided to come and live with her. And she became Sarah's administrative assistant, and she looked after a lot of her business's correspondence as well as banking details. She's very mousy. Mm Mm-hmm. You see her with, like, blonder hair, kind of like your color? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cute. Um, But during this time, while she was alive, Sarah Winchester bought other properties and homes before her death, which was on September 5th, 1922. 
Now let's get into the architecture of the building because that is why it's called the mystery house. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I know we have a button, but I'm gonna push the wrong one. So, so Sarah, yeah, the dark blue one, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get a label maker and label it. Oh, that that ruins the fun <laughs> of me pushing the instead of that one. All of them. Oh God. So the architecture of her house that she built. So I told you guys that she bought 45 acres and a two-story eight-room farmhouse, right? Well, she decided to more than renovate that little farmhouse. So she and her husband, it is said that they developed an interest in architecture and interior design while building a home on Prospect Hill when they lived in New Haven, Connecticut. Now, She decided to take her interest in architecture with her new little farmhouse to the extreme, extreme. She hired and fired supposedly two architects and then decided that the additions and renovations to her home were only best dealt in her hands. So she fired the two architects and decided to only ask the opinions of the carpenters that she hired as she designed the rooms one by one, taking inspiration for each room from the World's Fair. If you guys don't know what the World's Fairs are, I think it was every year the United States and other people from the world would hold a giant fair for like the innovation of each country. So it was kind of like the Olympics, but instead of athletes, it was inventions. Isn't that super cool? When I learned about the World's Fair and APU's history, I was like, that is the coolest thing ever. I hope that in my past lives I went to those things because that looks great. I've always wanted to go to a World's Fair. Interesting. They don't have them anymore because I guess like the internet's cooler or something. (laughs) (laughs) So she took a lot of her inspiration for each room that she designed by herself from the World's Fairs. She has been known to build and rebuild and abandon construction of certain rooms and additions if they did not meet her expectations, thus resulting in the maze or mystery-like design of the home. In 1897, a San Jose newspaper reportedly wrote an article saying that there was a seven-story tower that was built and rebuilt 16 times. She had to have, like, absolutely revolutionized the, like, building manufacturing industry because i'm quite sure pictures of it was it square i don't know i always thought that it would be more like a turret you know where it's like circular but square might be better i feel like it was square i feel like it was a circle but i'm not a medium today so you're probably right (laughs) (laughs) skepticism like a lookout house the top of it has windows i would put a giant ream of fake hair down the side of it when did her husband die? <laughs> he died in 1882. Like before they bought or, the house or moved into the house or after? He died between 1880 and 1881. Um, he never lived in this house. Yeah. At all. Yeah. So physically. So he died before they moved in. She moved in, yes. Yeah. The reason she moved to California is because of her rheumatoid arthritis, uh, supposedly, and the fact that her husband never lived like he passed and there wasn't anything for her in new haven or prospect hill connecticut mm-hmm. so she was like hey sisters you want to come live in a mansion with me they're sure oh they <laughs> lived with her yeah she took her three sisters that were still alive and moved to california mm-hmm. and then was like eight room farmhouse no mansion <laughs> <laughs> architects you want to help me no you're insufficient your dumb boy brains make no sense to me carpenters 
what do you think about this room? And they're like, mm, very nice, very nice. <laughs> so she supposedly built a seven-story tower that was rebuilt and built 16 times. So as a result of her expansions, there are walled-off exterior windows and doors that weren't moved as the house was changed around each renovation. There was uh, really cool things in this house. So there was a very cool slew of like expensive wood paneling and like furniture and decorations that were made out of like mahogany and walnut like real expensive woods there was really cool like stained glass windows and fireplaces and paintings uh, from all over the world they did this cool decoration instead of like wallpaper there was like metal and leather wall decorations that were like wallpaper and i had a funny name but i didn't write it down oh wow because you imagine having your walls just like being cast iron for the for the frick of it yes an aries <laughs> emily's like i'm adding that to my mansion later today yeah on the sims <laughs> and there was something called an enunciator which back then is the current form of like an intercom system mm-hmm. So that was used to call the servants. She also had an indoor garden with slanted floors that when opened, the excess water that was literally pumped up there using a generator, all of the excess water for the indoor garden would run through the slanted floors and irrigate and water the outdoor plants and flowers that she had. That is what I want in my house is an indoor garden and an outdoor garden. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, my mansion has like a little, what are, what are those things called? A greenhouse on the side of it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to be smack dab in the middle of your house though. No, it won't look as pretty. And there needs to be butterflies in it. If it's in the middle of the house, it has to be in the top floor. And that's a lot. So, because it's entirely glass. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> entirely glass. And then you open up the panels on the roof for when it's raining. <gasps> so that I can get water damage? What the <laughs> No, it's all one area. They ha- we have the technology to make sure that there is not water damage. Yeah, I doubt that. It's called silicone. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so going to be in my house. Fish tank is what you're talking about. No, not the whole upstairs. It's just a you middle section. The middle of your house. Yes. Entirely enclosed by either glass or walls. And just you can open the top of it to fill it with rainwater. Remember, that doesn't sound like a fish tank to you. Remember when we went to the... Uh, the Wilson Castle. Uh-huh. Remember the uh the gallery room? Uh-huh. And how the ceiling was made of glass? Uh-huh. Now take that room. Yeah. Put it smack dab in the middle of the yeah. top floor. Mm-hmm. Make it it its own little thing, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there's the rest of a house around it. Yeah. The greenhouse in the middle of the room is the focal point, not the entire room. And then when it rains, you open up the top of it. To let and the then rain it fills in. fills with water. We're not living in the same house. <laughs> so. That doesn't make any sense. There's going to be two You're mountains. You're literally creating a fish tank. Two. A giant fish tank. And you want two staircases. Let me have my greenhouse in the middle of my house. Because filling a room with water doesn't sound like a good idea. I also want to have a fountain in my house that is more like a small wave pool that my herd of Newfoundlands and one house pig named Hamish can dunk their whistles in unrealistic expectations of a house not unrealistic because the slanted floor from the greenhouse in the top that opens up to let the rainwater in is gonna allow the trickle down effect to fill my newfoundland pool anyways so (laughs) (laughs) that is what 
the architectural idea of this house is, I guess, supposedly about. They say that all of the weird doors and windows and things like that are because construction happened and then didn't happen. And then there was also an earthquake that happened in like 1902, I think, or 1906. And uh, they're like, there was severe damage and they never fixed it. So that's why there's just doors that opened to nowhere because that portion of the building was entirely demolished. And then they just ran out of time, money and effort to want to fix it. So that's why there's random doors that go nowhere. I thought they speculated that the doors that go to nowhere are just to confuse spirits. Now we're going to. That's why everything is weird in there. Get into the legend of the the mystery of the Winchester Mystery House on my farm. We have an obsession with that man. (laughs) I can't help it. It's too funny. So I just wanted to talk about the history history behind it because today I'm a skeptic. I'm not a psychic medium because nothing's real. So let's get into the legends and the lore. So there are myths around Sarah's decision to move to California and they're thought to have originated from an author named Susie Smith who wrote a book called Prominent American Ghosts and it was published in 1967 where the author Smith proposes that Sarah visited a medium in Boston before she moved to California and this medium's name was Adam Coons and this supposed medium named Adam Coons told Sarah Winchester that she was being haunted by the ghosts of the souls killed by the Winchester rifles and that she needed to construct a house just for the ghosts and that she could never stop and that if she did stop she would have bad luck or something i don't know and this story is told in the current museum pamphlets so if you ever go and visit the winchester mystery house right now this is put in their pamphlets however there is evidently (laughs) no evidence and that there is a woman named emily mace who is noted as a scholar and various others who have said that they've looked through issues of a spiritual periodical from Boston during the time that she lived called The Banner of Light. And it's a city directory which lists the spiritualists within the area. And according to them, no one named Adam Coons uh, is, can be found. So they're like, he doesn't exist. But uh, when I was reading this, I saw a fluffy auburn haired man that kind of looks like the guy from the original Willy Wonka, but younger. And he has a sort of arrogant... Uh, nature to him and M also agrees that he feels arrogant because I was doing this research feeling like mediumship and spiritualism is a lie and I was like hey M what do you think when you hear the name Adam Coons and what did you say well I said he was an elitist (laughs) um (laughs) he thought very highly of himself but you said that they can't find him his existence Yes, in the spiritual periodicals of Boston during the time in which she would have visited him before moving to California. Well, you told me that he was the, like, psychic medium dude that told her to, like, build the house until she dies, otherwise someone, whatever. Yeah. Um, And you asked me where that happened, and A, I don't feel like it happened in California, Um, but also what I told you was I thought that Sarah was giving him advice and he was walking through the house. <laughs> the house that she built in California. And during this this reaction video that we did, I also tell you that I think she's a medium, which is why she went to a quote-unquote psychic medium, because she was seeing spirits. Mm-hmm. So I then asked you if he died before 
like Sarah did and she was just seeing him in her house that she built for the spirits that he told her to build (laughs) but now you're saying that they can't find his existence and it freaks me out (laughs) yeah because they're like this Susan Smith or Susie Smith girl's like she talked to a medium and that's why she moved to California to build this house or at least maybe not why she moved to California but why she started building this giant mansion however they're like he never existed but when I was reading who was he talking to was he alive when like well I think he was alive and told her this information okay but I think it's funny that he's not in a periodical because I feel like he didn't need to be in a periodical because of his elitist mindset of I'm too good, which is why Oh, that's what you mean. Someone in a status such as, as hers went to go see him because he was not listed in the pamphlets because he was too good to be listed with the like floozy charlatans, even though I think he's a floozy charlatan. So he's like, I wasn't listed in the pamphlets because I didn't need to be listed in a pamphlet. Everybody just knew about me. And if you know about me, you're good enough to know about me. Did a woman lead her to that man? Probably. A spirit of of a woman? No, a spirit of a woman. Oh, I don't know. Is that what she's telling you? Or is that what he told her? Well, I see this woman that I don't think either of them knew. They see this woman that has straight brown hair, it's light brown, that uh, wanted her to find this man because she was supposed to start building that house. Mm. Hold on. David! Go on. So anyways, I just, when I was reading this and I was reading about the architecture and they're like, the reason there's no walls or like windows go to nowhere and things like that and there's trap doors is because there was a garden and literally she just decided that she didn't like rooms so then she would just knock them down and then either forgot about them or didn't care about them anymore or there was an earthquake and that's why there's windows and rooms that go to weird places or go nowhere and i was like oh my god maybe we're all just we're alive is that why people speculate yeah because one side of the coin says the reason there's these rooms and windows that go to nowhere is because she just decided that the room needed to be not done anymore and then there was an earthquake so like there used to be a room there and now there just isn't yeah and she also decided to have a staircase that literally winds up seven times specifically seven times (laughs) just because she felt like it yeah that too so we're gonna keep going into the legend and lore and then into what we experienced before i had this like I just yeah I I did this before she thinks she's not a medium because she did research and logical people are like everything's a lie this is what ego is like sorry (laughs) yeah so apparently this Susie Smith girl was like she went to this guy that didn't exist in any of the spiritual periodicals during the time and this man told her that he needed she needed to build this giant mansion forever so that the souls that were killed by the rifles that her husband made could have a place to live or whatever and that she could never stop because then she'd have bad luck. So anyways, these are the refutes to the superstitions. There is a paranormal investigator named Joe Nickel <laughs> and someone named Mary Jo Ignafo. And according to these people and two different works of their literature, but I think when I read these sections, Joe Nickel probably wrote them himself. They investigated <laughs> just- there? There is a paranormal investigator named Joe Nickel. Mm-hmm. And then when I was looking at the references, because I kept seeing Joe Nickel and Ignafo, I was like, mm-hmm. I need to know where these, like, 
the sections that I'm reading on this Wikipedia article where they came from. And I think most of the sections that I wrote came from this Joe Nickell guy who is supposedly a paranormal investigator. And then his interpretation of a woman named Mary Jo Ignafo's book called Captive of the Labyrinth. So I don't know. It just said that paranormal investigator Nickell and Ignafo like uh, suppose that the mysterious house oddities have simple explanations. The barred windows were previously exterior windows that were blocked off as additions grew. Doors and windows that opened to nothing were a result of the 1906 earthquake and the severe damage that happened because of it to the house, and the trap doors that are seen throughout the house were built in only the area of the greenhouse rooms to run excess uh, water outside. That is what they say. They also say that the bell tower, which I think in the video when we're reacting to it is like the witch's peak or the witch's cape, something like that is what Sam and Colby call it. The bell tower was used to call workmen while they were on the job, feverishly putting additions onto the house as she dictated, and also to serve as a fire alarm if anything happened. But a lot of people say she does seances there between 11 a.m. or 11 p.m. and 2 o'clock in the morning or something like that and that's where she would call the souls of the spirits to talk to them and they're like no it's just a bell tower and it says that the paranormal investigator Joe Nickell says that these fanciful claims arose that it was used to summon spirits however it, it wasn't he's like it was just a bell tower and then I guess people that lived in the surrounding area said that there was ghostly music that used to come from the house and uh, the ghostly music, I guess, that people that existed while she was living there alleged is from a pump organ, which is in the house. Remember when the cat was messing with the flashlight? Mm -hmm. That's the yeah. pump organ. Mm -hmm. And you said that there was like a really cranky lady standing next to Selena. Yeah. Yeah. I think the cranky lady is one of her friends. It was a, her companion called Miss Henrietta Severs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I guess the pump organ is what P.I., paranormal investigator Joe Nickell, thinks is the, 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 the culprit of the ghostly music. And it is also said that Miss Henrietta Severs, Sarah's companion for many years, stated that she, Sarah Winchester, had no superstitious beliefs whatsoever, and relatives and employees of Miss Winchester, Mrs. Winchester, never made these claims that she was superstitious either. And when she passed, she listed all of her employees as beneficiaries in her will, which is literally the coolest and cutest thing ever. Because they're not superstitions. Sorry. That's what she says. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, because I was wondering who that woman was that seemed very severe near yeah. the pump organ with the cat on it because I was like I don't know if I want to say anything because Selena was talking about like feeling weird or something so I didn't want her to get freaked out but it makes sense that it might have been Henrietta which is a super cute name but yeah we should tell people that instead of metaphysical things that we believe in we just believe in superstitions <laughs> that's what people think we think they think we're occultists yeah, it was a very dramatic superstition I imagine superstitions as like the nursery rhymes of bad luck or some shit <laughs> like <laughs> You step on a crack, you break your mother's back type of deals. Oh, yeah. You can only wear a pair of socks that you don't ever wash to, like, your athletic game so that you're great. That's why Em and I wear mismatching socks. Yeah, if you wear same, like, the same socks and you ride a horse or if you ride in white, you're asking to get bucked off. Asking. Especially, well, okay. <laughs> Our one friend, during one of my riding lessons, she wore white, which, again, 
bad move. She was asking to be at fault, like get bucked off. And then it started raining outside. And you guys were riding outside? <laughs> and then she got bucked off. And because she was wet and in white, she was covered in dirt. Would you say that she's now known as a lady in white? Well, actually, it would be the opposite because she's covered in sand from oh. the arena. Oh, man. So she's dirty. <laughs> we need to have a wah-wah button. Anyways, I just also noticed that most of these things were cited or referenced to information from Mary Jo Ignacio's book, Captive of the Labyrinth, and then this supposed what is paranormal. The book about? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I you assume. Don't know. I if it's it. titled Captain, Captive of the Labyrinth, it's about Sarah Winchester because she's the captive Obviously. of this labyrinth. Obviously, that's why you're talking about her. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. And then there's Joe Nickel guy who's apparently a paranormal investigator. Apparently. Um, but yeah, those are the history things that I got from those things. And yeah. Let's talk about what we experienced while we as mediums, psychic mediums, reacted to Sam and Colby's video with Selena Spooky Boo and Call Me Chris. So before we started the video, I was seeing this petite woman with very, very thick curly hair that was pulled back into a bun. And I essentially talked about her being crazy, probably because that's what people's perception of her was. And I see her in this room which I think is the bell tower, that circle room. And she's like pacing back and forth and like talking to herself. So that's what I thought was her interpretation of her being crazy, but it was more of the perception of what other people think about her. Mm -hmm. It's also speculated that the reason people started giving her this sort of Boo Radley persona is because in her old age, I mean, she literally moved to California to help with her rheumatoid arthritis. And that is painful so she had arthritis, and then I guess it's also alleged that she had, they had it listed as missing teeth as, like, something that would ail her, which annoys me, because I'm like, that's not an ailment, that's just something that happens. But they said that she had neuritis, too, and neuritis is the inflammation of neurons, so I'm assuming that because of her rheumatoid arthritis and then inflammation of, like, nerve endings, that she would be in a lot of pain, so she didn't go outside a lot. Yeah. So people were like, she has this weird house and she doesn't go outside. She's a witch. Probably. <laughs> Probably. And then I always see her in this like long dress that goes up to her neck. And then there's like this pretty uh, white cloth lace looking thing up at the top. And what we figured out is she looks exactly like that. Supposedly walks around her house and is in all black because she's like mourning the loss of her, the people that died in her life. However, while we were watching the video, she told me that she wears black because black is the color of protection. So a lot of people like to use, what are those stones called? Obsidian. They use obsidian, tourmaline, those little black stones you use that for protection. So she knew that and she was like, that's why I'm in black. I'm not necessarily still mourning the uh, past souls that were in my family. I'm wearing black to protect myself because I literally created a hotel for fucking spiritual beings. <laughs> mm. She did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was thinking about the oh. pipe organ and how this Nickel guy says that the reason people could hear ghostly music, quote unquote, is from the pipe organ. It's because when she couldn't sleep, uh, 
Sarah Winchester, she would play the pipe organ or the pump organ in her house. Mm. She was like, I ain't got nothing else better to do. Yeah, before we did, we watched the video. Liv was just talking about random people in the house. Yes. There was like, I was talking about a, a servant lady who's very like matronly. And she's like, we have lots of parties here. And like all of these other things. And M talked about a vortex like under the stairs or in one of the towers. Like there's like some sort of spinning energy that goes up. And this thing under the stairs possibly, I think I was talking about. And it makes you see things that you... I'm not sure what you're talking about. Did I we told talk you, about that? I told you that there was a man or a masculine presenting spirit that's in the middle of the house, and that's where the seance room is. Mm. <laughs> okay, got it. And he's, like, scary. Mm-hmm. I think there's multiple vortexes in the house or portals. Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> they were portals because at the beginning we were like, why is there all of this weird stuff? And then we were like, oh, it makes sense. Well, you were just talking about random people and this woman, I was asking her, like, why are you getting all of these random spirits? And she's like, because she's missing the part of the mystery house. Mm. So I kept asking you, what's the mystery? What's the mystery? Yeah. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And when we when they first said the Winchester house, my brain was like, oh, like the Winchester rifle. And I was like, no, that's way too easy. It Which can't is why be. she was like, she's missing the point. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, it can't be the Claire Winchester Cognizance. house. And then as soon as they started talking about Sarah Winchester, I was all, like, probably five or six years ago, I listened to a podcast about this house and it immediately came back to me Claire cognizantly. Everything about that entire thing. And I was like, this is just my brain. This this is not, this is my brain. Again, which is why today I'm not a psychic medium. I'm a skeptic. So it's a good time. I'm gonna keep saying it until I feel better. <laughs> But yeah, they first walk into the door and they see the like mannequin that has the dark clothing with this like dark veil that people say that she walked around in. But when they were in that room, I was seeing like the dark manifestation of her because people go there for ghost hunts and they think it's scary. So they manifested this scary version of her. Mm-hmm. And she's definitely not scary. She's very yeah. smart. She's very- I mean, if you think it as powerful, intelligent woman is scary. <laughs> No, they manifested a scary person. I think she was only like four foot eleven too. So she's tiny, a tiny, she's fun thicker size. hair than she is tall. It's awesome. So they start doing investigations in certain. I mean, they go on a, a tour. Sam and Colby a and tour. the gang. A tour, is M says, and they like break off into different groups and talk about the weird oddities of the house. Like M said, there's a staircase that just goes up to nothing. Well. Okay, there's a staircase that goes up to nothing. The thing that I was talking about is there's a staircase that goes in one direction and then turns um, like 270 and goes the other direction and then vice versa literally for seven times because Sarah was into spirituality and wasn't this during the like spiritualist movement? Oh yeah, I forgot to say that. Seven (laughs) deals with numerology. There are specific numbers associated to this house that they found throughout the entire, like, architecture of the house. In other words, she really understood the, like, feng shui of the rooms. The spiritual feng shui. But when they started saying, oh, this staircase goes up seven times, immediately she started showing me the energy moving through the house because there's a lot of energy that moves through the house. And she shows me the, like, calculations within the energy and how it creates the different portals within the house. So... One of the ways that she created portals was 
A with all this like numerology thing because she got the energy in the right places at the right time. The way she explained it to me, it was almost like if you know those sci-fi movies where they create portals and it's in like this metal circle and all of the like electrical bits that go up to it to create this portal that's what she was showing me in relation to the numbers that she put in this house so the energy leads up to these places where she put the portals in order for the a people that were here that stayed there because I said it's literally like a hotel for spirits she created this place for people that were these lost souls because in the spiritualist movement a lot of people like to say souls get stuck here and they can't pass over so Sarah created this place for them to literally stay until they are ready to pass over and she created these doors that essentially go nowhere to our human eye <laughs> and it's literally creates places for portals to be so there's literally a staircase that goes up to absolutely nothing and it's because there's a portal up there you walk up there and you keep walking into what we perceive as heaven the afterlife that type of thing mm -hmm. and there's doors that literally just drop off to the outside of the house that are on the second floor <laughs> and you have to understand em's comment earlier of when people alleged or i guess said that's Sarah wasn't a part of a spiritualism or like she wasn't what it was it superstitious she wasn't superstitious exactly. and things like that she those are the analytical that's why she wasn't a part of weird spiritualist groups well the thing is is that she was born in 1839 and died in 1922 and the peak of the spiritualist movement in America is the 1840s to the 1920s mm. so she literally existed her entire life doing the peak of the spiritualism movement yeah. in America. And you said she wasn't spiritualism or she wasn't, quote, superstitious. Exactly. And that's what you said Henrietta said. <laughs> yeah. Because it wasn't a superstition. It was what she thought was normal. Yeah, she believed it to be fact. Like, I literally told you, superstitions are like, we wear different colored socks so we don't fall off a horse. Yeah. We don't actually necessarily believe that's a thing. It's just a, like a bad luck thing. She believes that's literally how the universe worked. That's why it's different. Mm -hmm. It would so, be like calling your religion superstitious. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> I just wanted to point that's that out. That's why it's weird. That's why they're like laughing at it. They're like, that's funny. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to point it out so the listeners could understand their viewpoint of like, that was not a superstition. It was just normal. Yeah, I think the numbers that are in this house are... uh. 7, 11, and 13, and mm -hmm. that all adds up to, is it 22? I don't think 7, 11, and 13 add up to 22, do they? I don't know. In the movie, I'm bad at math. She's good at math. She's laughing. She's like, here's an abacus, kid. <laughs> in the video, they said that it's supposed to add up to whatever number, and I don't know what that is. You just said 22, and you also said 9 for some reason, but I don't think 9 is a number. 7, 11, and 13 add up to 31, but 22... I think it's just because Sam and Colby were like, we have numerology readings. We got well, a numerology okay. reading. Yeah, I don't know why you said 22 because they told me that, oh, if these numbers add up for a certain reason, I don't know. Oh. But I'm pretty sure the house is 7, 11, and 13. Are the numbers that are found everywhere. So there's seven I panels on a that. wall, 13 stairs that go to nowhere. Like all of those numbers are whatever. And we talked to Sarah, supposedly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sorry. God. confidence issues we literally talked about parallel universes last week i know and you have confidence issues about talking to us all 
blows my mind. Yep. Okay. Um, I don't think that. Okay. Anyways. What? <laughs> Two years of being a professional medium, and I'm just existence. Having confidence issues. Existence is futile. Yes. <laughs> I need to go for a walk. Yeah, she was showing me that when she puts the numbers on certain things, it creates the energy to move in a specific way as if you were literally doing a math equation to create portals within the house. So it's literally, there were different places in the, like, house that they were in where the door kept opening (laughs) by itself. Oh, yeah. Because one of the doors needed to be open and one of the doors needed to be closed in order for the energy to move through it. Oh, yeah, I remember. Because the front door kept coming open behind Selena and they were like, what is happening? Why does the front door keep opening? And then downstairs in the basement, they were doing spirit box sessions with Sam and Colby. And there was that one dude that I think was one of the carpenters that she worked with a lot. And uh, he was telling them that the doors one needed to be open and one needed to be closed, but they were only getting part of it because it's a spirit box. He's like, the yep. magnetism of the doors, you're ruining the spiritual feng shui. One of them needs to be open. The other one needs to be closed. You're ruining it. He's telling me the house opened the door. Ah. <laughs> and the it's house- like, it pops. Remember though too, Selena thought that she was seeing uh, Sarah Winchester herself, but it was the house doing it with her spirit guides. Yeah. Selena has this spirit guide. I forget- there was what two I said. of them. There were two spirit guides, but she like intakes information from the floor. Yes, she's very grounded, extremely grounded. And you're like, I think she's a trans medium because you've no, seen. She, I've seen other things of when she was on Sam and Colby's channel, and she's like, Yeah, I do this weird thing where I like go into a trance and get information. <laughs> I was like, Oh my god, she's a trans medium. I've never seen a trans medium work before, and this is really weird. Yeah, we're a mental medium, so it's interesting to see other mediums do yeah. things differently. So she's like, I'm not a medium, and I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but she has two spirit guides that were with her. There was one female one and one male one, and M was explaining how she gets information and why she was feeling very nauseous inside the house because the way she was trying to get information, whether I think it's unknowingly because she doesn't necessarily realize that she's a medium yet. And if you're listening to this, Selena, welcome. (laughs) We're excited to talk about you. If you wanna talk about you with us, that would be fun. God. (laughs) But you had two spirit guides during this uh, time that you were there. One of them I like to say is like a fuchsia female because her energy is very like purple, pink, fuchsia-y. And then the other one is male and it's very blue, sort of energy and I kind of think he looks like the lurch butler but not necessarily as monstrous but he kind of gives like the butler vibes of claircognizant and clairsentient knowings uh-huh. and you were giving how she gets yeah. energy from this blue circle that's around her and it's like anything that touches the circle is what comes and like moves it so what she's talking about is Selena picks up information from the floor so it's almost like when her feet are touching the ground, she has this clairsentient spatial awareness of things. So she has this like radius around her of the information that she picks up. So when something goes into her radius, she becomes aware of it. And that radius is created by her spirit guide and herself. Her spirit guide helps her maintain that circle around her. However, she's not as like... Aware? Well, the word I'm going to use is, like, she's not as educated on how to, like, control that type of energy, which is why she was feeling sick in the house, because she was picking up a different type of energy. So, um, 
Sorry, she's telling me a lot of information at once because I said the right thing. Um, if you think about it, like when you're in an airport and you have those like elevator things that move you, but it's on a straight line, it's like that. That's how the energy in the house moves. Each area well, of the house. I'm not talking necessarily about that. They're telling me about the upside down. Remember I told you that there's a like what happened in the house and all of the like light beings but on the other side there's the like upside down that people refer to from um stranger things where things are scary yeah. and she was picking up energy from the upside down but Liv was having confidence issues when she was doing research about it and that's when I was telling you it's two sides of a coin oh yeah <laughs> they see one half of the coin you see the other half of the coin Oh, and because at the beginning Sorry. of the video when we were reacting to it, I was only seeing the happy things about it because that's yeah. me. <laughs> I had to get that information out before it left. Oh, that's okay. Because it was like, here's more, here's more, here's more. And I was like, oh, God. But when we talk about like the spiritual directionality of this house and the way the numbers 7, 11, and 13 dictate its movement, it's kind of like that. Like when you're in a traffic flow area and there's these sort of like signs and signals that say this is the only way that the traffic is moving and that's the only way the energy is moving so that's why she was picking up things in different rooms because the energy of the house is really loud so that round room she was seeing a lot of things i feel like sarah uh meditated in that room because literally the sound of it is this high-pitched blue white tone frequency and it like tower spins around this area like that circle room mm -hmm. it goes like a reverse upside down tornado yeah it goes up into the sky that's what you were talking about before mm -hmm. i think mm -hmm. okay and in that room i saw a lady from the 70s wearing like bell-bottom jeans with blonde hair that was talking about how she would do parapsychology research in that room because of the energy and that's what sam and colby were getting on their spirit box or whatever that's why I saw her before the video talking to herself because she would meditate in that room and get specific information because of the energy in the room. It would be brought to her by spirits. And that's also why people think that there's seances in there. Is there something standing behind me to my right? Is it scary? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's big and scary. Why? Because yeah, we're going to talk about how Sam oh. and Colby and, well, Aren't it was you? Sam specifically. So I was like, why are we seeing scary things? I'm talking about fucking the 70s in this round room. And <laughs> why is there this scary Frankenstein blocky man behind you? And call me, Chris. We're getting messed with with the spoopy things in the house because the upside down portions were like... <sighs> Sorry. This is why I don't like going on investigations because I'm a scaredy cat and they're like, we know you're a bitch. Boo. It's just really weird because we literally went to a castle. The entire trip was, oh my God, there's little children here. And she was like, we need to make sure the fire's okay because there's going to be monsters. And I was like, do you see where we are? <laughs> do you see where we are? Why are you scared? <laughs> Scary. Nothing is happening. <laughs> but didn't we also talk about how Sarah Winchester was probably a medium and yeah. didn't know it and then figured it out and through building this house learned a lot about herself and mediumship and that there was this sort of spiritual man kind of like our Agya that helped her who was also very numerically analytical. Yeah, there was a man that told her about how to do the architecture. Correctly. Is, yeah, why she has specific numbers in specific places because mm -hmm. he told her how to create the portals. 
And the two architects were like, that doesn't make sense. And she's like, it's not supposed to make sense to you. Just do it. And they're like, we're going to do what we think makes sense because we're architects. And she's like, screw you, Mr. Carpenter Man. She's like, okay, well, I'll find someone that'll help me. Yeah, I think she had one Carpenter Man, and that's the man that we were talking to. And I think who was also in the basement with Sam and Colby. Because I feel like, I think I said in the video that he, she talked to him about something. And was he like gave her some sort of probably like slightly smart aleck man of the time response and she said something about how one of his family members who was passed would have retorted that question and then he was like I'm not gonna say how you know that or why you know that but now I'm just gonna listen to you and they became almost like partners in creating her masterpiece of architectural elegance or oh, something you're talking about the carpenter guy and Sarah mm-hmm. sorry you started talking about Sam and Colby in a basement yeah, because that's like, where the architecture man was. At all. Yeah, the architecture man was down there talking about the magnetic doors or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the power of friendship. I don't know. Wait. That's not a good one. God, I hate the box one. What is this one? The one that you wanted before? The power of friendship. Because it needs, yeah, it does. Uh, they were talking about like Sarah Winchester was talking to all of them intermittently about like doing things and creating things and understanding things together. And basically, it was just like literally SpongeBob with the rainbow above his head, but instead of imagination, it was the power of friendship. And I'm gonna keep saying it because it makes me feel better. So what that means is they were doing a spirit box on sex session. Sesh. I wanted to say section. <laughs> and when they were doing this session, they were doing like the SS method. And the thing that kept going through the spirit box was together, friendship, that type of thing. And it's because um, the house was created to bring people here. So together, that is why the house is built here, because it's literally a hotel for spirits. Mm -hmm. To come to, enjoy, do what they'd like, and pass either over into heaven because they haven't, or a leeway between both worlds because souls that are in heaven can also decide to come here. So when we do paranormal investigations, like there was someone who was very perplexed when we did our Wilson Castle investigation. They're like, I really hope that what you said to Sarah can make her soul pass over into the spirit. And I was like, I need you to understand right now that she is in heaven. Yeah. And she's also created a space in this house that she can visit that is spiritual so it's here but it's also not here where she's in heaven literally it is so she's not stuck here and she doesn't need us to say things about her story quote unquote to make her pass over this is not a lenny situation that's not a her problem it's a like Liv was like that reading was for you and i i took offense to it because i'm like it's not for me it's for everyone else was watching yeah but it was that's why she was telling me those things I know. It's not a her thing. It's a what she has to give us. So Yeah. But people yeah. think that she's trapped there and yeah, she's no. not. So I want people to understand that the souls that are coming here aren't trapped. Sarah Winchester also is not. She just created a place so that souls can pass over, but they can also transiently do the same. It's not it's free flowing, not like set in stone type thing. So yeah. <laughs> I just I was like, please don't say that in the comment section because then people are going to think that she's not passed over and she is also fret not because I'm assuming that you're very upset about it and you shouldn't be because it's all good, my dude. Yeah. 
because uh, she's just trolling us instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. So the witch's cape had dope acoustics as well as the really <laughs> super cool spinny thing, place, energy, whatever. Everything leads to some super cool, awesome place. There's mm-hmm. the upside down and then the right side up that I was seeing. Um, oh yeah, Call Me Chris talks about how she had a dream that they were going to Winchester House before she even knew. And she was like, I was in this dream and this guy was chasing me with a gun. And then I was in this mansion or something like that. And she's also a scaredy cat like me. I, I relate because that's why there's a scary thing standing next to me. Because I'm like, I don't like it. It's scary. And then she saw some weird man in the corner of her eye. And I mm-hmm. look at Liv and I was like, that wasn't a man. That was a scary thing. Yeah. Because she's scared. Yes. So they do not have attachments. Let's talk about that first. Nobody on this team of investigators has any sort of attachments. And in any way, shape, or form that you think a spiritual attachment would be an attachment. Does not exist. Is not happening. Dude, I watched a video on Selena's. Uh, channel about how she has like this dark thing that comes in and out of her life what is that can you ask me about that later yeah (laughs) (laughs) why are you scared no i'm not scared Mm -hmm. it's just gonna throw me off topic Uh and i have to think about it for a second yeah i know you've been trying to talk about this dark thing standing behind you for a while oh no i'm just ignoring it it doesn't have anything to do with them it's just my own thing because i'm scared well i mean you were literally like we're about to get into this topic, which is why he showed up. Yeah. And then you didn't talk about the topic, so that's why I know, I was we confused. got off topic. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get rid of it. Gotta get rid of the sea urchins. Anyways, um, so she had this dream about how this guy with a gun, yada, yada, yada. That's obviously how she's, I mean, okay, maybe she's not. But I assume that the interpretation of her dream is that she was like, oh, now I understand that this is a Winchester house because William Winchester had the guns, da-da-da-da-da. Well, she was scared about it nonetheless before she even got there because it's scary. I get it. And this, like, goat man thing was like, ha-ha-ha, I'm going to give you these scary dreams. And then also, did you see me? Oh, no, you didn't. And I just think it's really funny when, like, dark things look like goat people. I didn't see him as a goat. So. I did. Well, exactly. Because it's always like up to interpretation. And that's just yeah. how I see them. And he I think just that's... just a shadow dude with red eyes. How my spirit guides... Um, well, yeah. No, he was a... Sh- for me, he was a shadow man with red eyes, but he had goat legs. He had goat pants. Goat pants. Not hammer pants. Gold goat pants. pants. Or the tippy tap Legos. Uh-huh. Anyways, <laughs> that's why you were seeing that uh-huh. as far as Em and I can tell. And then Sam almost cried or like... Maybe there was just onions on well, the they, floors that they we did didn't see. Solo missions. They split off into solo missions, and Colby's audio didn't work. <laughs> but they went off alone, and mostly things were chill. Except Sam started like crying because he was seeing some sort of shadow figure in front of him. Yes, which was funny. Well, okay, it was not ha ha funny. It was just uh satirically funny because the thing that he was seeing in front of him was like a puppet for the thing that was standing behind him yes so (laughs) let's talk about the skeptics version of this first because today i'm a skeptic if you (sighs) stare in low light situations or dark situations for long enough your brain doesn't have enough physical stimuli to be like my eyes are open so you'll your brain will start creating things for you to see because it's literally just bored so that's probably what he was experiencing from a egotistical point of view yes but as also if he was scared in an analytical way that would bring scary things to him so 
But as a medium, when we were watching this video and I didn't have confidence issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was this weird, I put Voldemort tentacle man behind him with like one hand on his right shoulder. And then like Em said, it was almost as if like a shadow shot underneath Sam and was making these scary things in front of him, which is why he almost peed his pants. Because <laughs> he was scared. that would be a, a good reason. Call me Chris was scared and it manifested these spoopy things to get their scared energy because that's well, like... They were there because there were manifestations of everyone's spoopiness, but mm-hmm. they came to them or manifested out of nowhere to spoop them more. Yes. To, <laughs> to get more energy. Uh-huh. And it worked. So I just think it's funny because... It's interesting. I am gonna that's gonna be you. It is me, and I'm trying you, not to have it one, be me. You gotta have you gotta I was gonna say something inappropriate that can't be on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna say it in the non inappropriate way. You gotta have confidence. So insert a different word here. <laughs> I'm trying to think of witty C words to say. <laughs> I can't think of one. Nothing's better than the actual word I want to use. Oh, okay. Well, anyways. You got to grab it by the confidence and do something with it, you know? You should know what the word is now. Coochies. (laughs) Can we put that on YouTube? Coochie coo. Anyways, so. Blue-footed boobies. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that is our spiritual and skeptic interpretation. Since today M is a medium and I'm a skeptic today, even though in most I'm a skeptic every day. Literally every day. I imagine in my head, and you tell me that uh, it's right. That's literally what mediumship is. You just tell me that I'm a medium. (laughs) I just tell you the weird pictures I get in my head. That's mediumship and And people mental mediumship in a in a nutshell. Because we're like, we have these weird head movies. And they're yeah, like, guys, oh my god, it makes so much sense. Our been, head movies are different for everybody. So There's been this little orange thing, monster thing that's been following me around. And I physically saw its shadow on the wall yesterday. And I was like, okay, maybe this is real since I like saw a shadow on the wall that's Try about the it. same size as this little orange monster thing. Is he like this tall? He's smaller. Yeah. He's like three feet tall. Try giving him a high five. See if it feels like a Muppet. Ask him if he knows what waka waka means. I mean, means. he looks like a Muppet. <laughs> yeah, but Construction? Asking- what are you building? He just had a hard hat on and was like, had a, a jackhammer, you know? And he says that he has to help you with construction. Actual construction? No, like construction of your life. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know that's why he's here because Orange deals with outward creativity. Oh, building blocks. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like, everything's stressful. I can't do this. Everything's going too slowly. And then a little orange monster showed up. And I was like, are you my spirit guide? And he's like, define spirit guide. And I was like, you're a monster. And he's like, I am a monster. It's like, that's a good conversation. That's really funny. And we're also talking about Sarah Winchester, who decided to build things that were spiritual architecture. Was that why he's talking to you now? Yeah. It had to be perfect. Do you see this monster? It had to be perfect. Because I've been seeing his shadow and thinking I'm going crazy. Yeah, he's really funny. He literally looks like a Muppet. Why is is he a spirit guide? He's not a spirit guide, right? No, he says he's one of those transient ones that are here to help you. I don't know what that means. He's a spiritual guide. Oh. He's like one of your other... You're not listening to one of your... Which one is that? 
He says, no, that's not entirely okay. it. That's why I stopped. <laughs> he like shook. A he Muppet shook. shake. You know what? They're like arms flailing and they're like, He's like no! wait, don't say that. <laughs> I really like him. Can you talk to Mr. Bean? Wait, who is the dude? Mr. Noodle. That was Mr. I always loved I have Elmo. I no idea what you're talking Elmo about. Elmo was my favorite. He had Mr. Noodle, the man that lived in his closet. Elmo did? Yes. I thought you were afraid of things in costumes. I liked the Muppets. I like Sesame Street. Sesame Street is different from the Muppets, but... But... <laughs> same premises. Elmo was my favorite. I also liked Snuffleupagus, because he was a woolly mammoth, and I love woolly mammoths. If I could be one, I would like to be one, or at least well, meet one. Well, I have one following me around. No, he's a Muppet, not a, not a woolly mammoth. Yeah, a Muppet. Yeah. A Muppet woolly mammoth. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, gosh. So that's what we think about the Winchester Mystery House, since you guys have been asking. We do think it is absolutely spiritually... What we is should it? go there. We I should... would like to actually go there. Since it seems a lot in... less spoopy than the one that we went to before. Don't give me that look. You mean the Win the Wilson Castle? Yeah. That's less spoopy? Also, why is it the Winchester Mansion is way bigger than the Wilson Castle? However, the Wilson Castle is a castle, but the Winchester Mansion is a mansion, where in the definition of the words, a mansion is supposed to be smaller than a castle. Supposed to be. I think it's very eclectic wording for the Wilson Castle, because I think it's more of a mansion. I think you're an eclectic wording. We yeah. should go on a collab with someone there, since it's in California. That's where everyone lives. We could do it with Selena Spooky Boo, because that would be she, fun. She uh, is the only one that doesn't live in California. I know, but that's why it would be the funniest. <laughs> yep. Plus, it would probably make her feel better, because I have PTSD from going to Twin City Opera House, so you got to go back to conquer your fears. That's what horse Just riding has taught literally me. literally imagine us going to other places. We're, we're talking about that on Wednesday. Wednesday? Yep. Wow of when we're doing this thing because every time I ask you you're like but I gotta do this one thing first what do you mean I keep asking you we gotta start doing some more ghost hunts and you're like but I gotta do this one thing first so oh yeah I'm ready to do some <laughs> but you you gotta you gotta be less scared because the places that we're gonna go to are probably gonna be more scary than the the twin city opera house I'm gonna need to be highly sedated Nah. Sedated in a meditative state. You just gotta state. think that you it's impossible. Believe. If it's you impossible. think it's impossible to be spooked by scary things, then it won't happen. I always wanted to be Kim Possible in Halloween when I was in elementary school. Did you guys like this content? <laughs> if you did, let us know by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. And I can't hear myself in the things, but can you hear me? Yep. That's good. So, leave us a review in Apple Podcast, and we're going to read one of your dad jokes that you leave in the podcast Apple reviews because they're funny, and we appreciate when you do it. So, when you leave us a review with a dad joke, we'll shout you out in one of our podcasts if like we can see it because uh, every time Liv opens this, she's like, I can't see any of them! Yeah, I can't. It's so annoying. So, if you guys know how to see all of the reviews, you should also let us know. <laughs> Because we have no idea. Yeah. No idea at all. Idea. Idea. Are we still doing Patreon shoutouts? I'm going to leave that up to you since you're the one that reads it of when we want to not do six minutes of Patreon shoutouts. 
<laughs> God, I have to pee so bad. Good thing you have six minutes of Patreon shots. We don't have any more dad jokes. What's wrong with you guys? Didn't I send you one? I don't know. I don't know where my phone is, so I can't help you with that. Well, you guys say that we rock. I also like the person that goes, wowee. Rock. <laughs> okay. Like the movie. They said that one of their dad jokes, I guess, is uh, today, and this is brought to you by Yaley. Today, I asked my phone, Siri, why am I still single? And it activated the front camera. I guess, <laughs> I guess that's a dad joke. But we appreciate you sending in your dad joke, Yali, as well as giving us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. What's it's lovely that? of you. If you guys like this content, make sure to subscribe, follow, or whatever you have to do for podcast things. And we might do a Patreon shout-outs. I don't know. Liv still hasn't answered. Oh, but yeah. we'll see you guys in the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have to find it. This is going to be interesting to edit. She, was, she wasn't ready. <laughs> Always not ready. 100%. It's not going to let me see anything. I'm going to pee my pants. You gotta go to patrons. I have 8,000 pages of you guys. And I'm going to pee my pants while trying to do this. Can't. Hits all Hear of the myself. on the audio interface. <laughs> all right. So we are going to shout you out because we still don't have 400 patrons. Once we have 400 patrons, we're not going to say your names anymore. Please help me. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. <laughs> so... Thank you, because without all of you guys, this would not be possible. We have Ziggy, Misty, Living Susie, Noelle, Jocelyn, Leanna, Kate, Adrian, Leah, Nancy, Chloe, Astral Heart, Jen, Cindy, Pink Lady, Joanna, Lily, Anthony, Elizani, Trinity, Because Jenna, Kara, Kimberly, Delilah, Judy, AA, Hazuki, Lights at Midnight Podcast, Byron, Elise, Kenya, Brianna, Chloe, Lena, Rob, Jennifer, Metric, Nancy, Christine, Astral Walker, JT, Savannah, Christy, JD, Sarah, Todd, Eureka, Mia, Isabel, Jeremy's Random Life, Alex, Emily, Azale, Haley, Idhara, Faith, Alex, Alex, Caitlin, Suzuki, Sasuke Magician, Ciara, Laurel, Sierra, Lori, Mercedes, Christine, Terry, Christina, Sky, Marie, Sheba, Elise, Stephanie, Jay, Kiana, Tiger Lily, Chloe, Camilla, Natalie, Juan, Michelle, Joshua, I think I said your name was Jun last time. I'm so sorry. I'm dumb. Juan, Veronica, Miranda, Parker, Jennifer, Lauren, Shun. Oh, no, there it is. I got Juan probably. Esther, Brianna, Salvador, Hannah, Alexis, Aquarius, Natasha, Tiana, Izzy, Kat, Kate, Ashley, Anna, Paisley, Sharon, Melissa, Raggle Maggie, Tuesday, Sarah, Cole, Mama Llama, Danielle, Susie, Lisa, Charlotte, Logan, Allie, Leslie, Danielle, Jason, Kayla, Practical Sapphic, Samantha, 
Janice, Angelina, Justin, Kathy, Ashley, Veronica, Eureka, Rec, Baby Chim Chim, Gibby, TMQ927, Lexi, Petra, Sinji, Liam, Jay, Pamela, Lucas, the Spider Fanatic, Jasmine, Emily, Lolo, Keely, Lacey, Jinter, Ashley, Lanita, Kara, Sandrin, Kiera, Jennifer, Paige, Rena, Samantha, Clarissa, Laura, Charlie, Brittany, Miss Alice, Nelson, Sarah, Ashley, Sarah, Angie, Julie, Colleen, Synth, Sherry, Hannah, Ryan, Amy, Tasha, V, JCLO, Leslie, Shelly, Grisha, J, Denali, Jasmine, Julie, Brittany, Paige, Marion, Christina, Christopher, Sarah, Connor, Alicia, Vanna, Amber, Cece, Joylin, Paige, Brooklyn, Courtney, Rita, Abril, Aki, Karina, Sergio, Katya, Asteria, Stephanie, Brandy, Gaymeyer, Book, Lee, MM, Ashley, Dallas, Sarah, Elisa, Gannon, Veronica, Chris, Emily, Meredith, Lindsay, Beth, Ashley, Annalie, Tara, Brandy, Hazel, Marcy, Rosera, Megan, Faith, Jessica, Yassi, Glow, Francesca, Amba, Brooke, Ellie, Mia, Flavende, Leanne, O'Corona, Liliana, Anya, Abby, Kayla, Sarah, Abril, Sarah, April, Ashley, Cassie, Gramillion, Joanne, Keisha, Helen, Natalie, Alex, Sarah, Amanda, Tuna, Izzy, Katrin, Alexa, Shareholder, Sophia, Bria, Katie, Leanne, Bees, Brittany, Kendall, Shandy, Riley, Riker, Lillian, Lucretia, Christian, Kima, Samantha, Erica, Ian, Vanessa, McKenna, Shannon, Cindy, Kylie, Mev, Trinity, Cass, Anthony, Violet, Peyton, Mac, Jenny, Laurel, Bradley, Nas, Sherry, Katie, Charles, I didn't mess up your name, Katie, Flo, Abby, and Malake. Thank you all to our patrons because without you, we wouldn't be able to make this possible. Again, like, follow, subscribe, whatever you do for podcast, and we'll see you in the next one. Emily, you want to say it? No. We are your meta sidekicks. Oh, wow. this garbly goop monster gonna tell you my future now sure let me pee first though